there's nothing these puny little miserable people can do to touch something this magnificent. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and uh, it's kind of a special edition of The Virtue Signal. It's why I'm all uh, gussied up with my red, white, and blue. Uh, I went to a U.S. citizen uh, naturalization ceremony today. I'd never been to one. I'd seen a bunch of them on, on camera before. But I went to, to one today, and I saw 30 people. I mean, to say every color is to exaggerate the case, not at all people in wheelchairs, old people, young people, all of them standing outside in the California sunshine, raising their hands um, and swearing to defend the Constitution of the United States and its laws. And the reason I was there was because I knew one of those people rather well. My wife became a U.S. citizen about an hour ago, something like that. So, Zoe, I thought maybe we'd talk about citizenship, specifically U.S. citizenship, but generally just the, the overall concept. Mm. I'll just give you my first impressions. One of the reasons we've, we've done this show was to talk about virtue because so much of it's being eroded out there. There's just so much moral decay and, and you know, and just destruction of the integrity of institutions and just plain lying and all the rest of it. But when I was sitting there uh, half an hour or so before the ceremony and I just looked at all these people waving their flags and, and stuff and, and everybody was so happy and everybody was so nice to, to each other and so polite to each other. I, I just had this thought go through me, and, and the thought was, they, they can't, they will never kill this. They can't kill it. They can bang it up. They can dent it up. They can scratch the paint. They can damage it. But you can't kill this. This is this is too good. This this is is just too noble to be destroyed, no matter how hard they try. And I think they're in retreat anyway. And I say that because, I mean, it, it's a cliche, but it's it needs to be said. You know, this is the only country in the world that is an idea. It's not a territory. It's an idea. And, and, and I mean, Natasha and I talk about this before, but once, you know, once we got finished hugging, got over the elation of it, the instant, I just said, you know, honey, you, you now get to wear this as a cloak, not just when you're overseas, although if some bad guys decide to kidnap you, then we'll send aircraft carriers after them, you know? We'll send aircraft carriers and, and, and we'll get you back. But just domestically, you know, just every day, you can say whatever you want to. Now, they can censor you on Facebook, but they can't make you shut up. You say whatever you want to. Believe whatever you want to. You, you, you're not forced to testify against yourself. You can't have your home searched without a warrant. All of these things are still in place despite efforts uh, on the part of certain individuals who shall remain uh, nameless for the next few moments anyway. And I was just so struck by the the magnitude of it and the majesty of it. And I and I realized we did a show last week um, called Is Nothing Sacred? Well, this is sacred to me, and it's sacred to a lot of people. Mm. And, and it is so sacred and so transformative that I believe it's immune to being poisoned by the left. Because, as I said to Natasha, and as I kind of guess was overheard kind of intentionally by a number of people standing there, the second they, 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 they said, so help me God, put their hands down, they're as American as anybody. They're as American as I am, as American as you are. They're as American as people who've been here for you know, 11 generations or whatever on the Mayflower. They're, that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. Hmm. And that's the magic of this country. I watched, I watched 30 people 
from all these different nationalities and races and languages and all the rest of it. And five and a half minutes later, they're all, they're all part of the same team. It's all, and you, you got to wonder, man, now what do you do with that? Man, let's go to Disneyland. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, don't harsh my mellow too early, man. Uh, right. Because, because the guy who ran the ceremony was really terrific. He's very informal. It was outdoors. It wasn't a judge. And the guy started off by saying, uh, welcome, all of you are going to be naturalized citizen. I'm a naturalized citizen myself. And he told a little bit about his story, but he said, you know, you are this, you are now, you're Americans. Go out there and make a better America. Go yeah. out there and, you know, get involved in politics, volunteer, write opinion pieces, all the things they ask you questions about on the test, which my wife uh, passed with flying colors. Nice. She had a, she had a fairly decent instructor on that particular <laughs> score. But... He, that that's exactly what he was saying. He's go out and make this a better country. And I thought that's a that's a lovely way to send these people off. You know, congratulations. You're all part of the team. You're no less a part of this country now than anybody else who is who's a citizen. Go out and make it a better country. And I think that's the antidote to all of these ills and malaise that we've been talking about for 127 episodes now or something. Indeed, man. And and what better way uh, to make it a better country? than to respect it for what it was founded as. You know, it's like you, you don't even have to come in and make it a better country. Just make sure you don't try to change it into something else. This is what America is, right? And just like you said, once they said, so help me God and put their hand down, that right there, that's what makes this country unique in the world is that it's a country built on acknowledging people's God-given rights. And when you understand, right. yes, and when you understand that you have to respect the balance, because as the word says, yeah, because a lot of people, they like to go straight to the, well, doesn't the word say love your neighbor as it does yourself? It's like, yeah, but you, you left out the other part. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength, and then love your neighbor as you would yourself, because that way you recognize the balance of liberty. Because we get out there thinking it, because you got a lot of people in the classrooms right now, in the <clears throat> indoctrination camps, are being told that you got to believe in yourself and you get out there and make a better country, according to what, right? And now you got a lot of people out there just like you said, trying to bang this place up, but they really think that they're making America, they're building it back better, right? I don't think they believe that. I, I don't. I, I think I, I think that the people, the, 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 that the progressives aren't for a minute interested in saying we're going to make America uh, better. They're saying we're going to make America different. We're going to make it ours. We're sure. going to make it, we're going to make it, you know, for the first time ever, we'll be able to be proud of it because we'll be, you know, uh, we'll all be good socialists and, 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 uh, and everybody will be starving equally. But, but obviously, I'm still just bouncing off the, the, mm. the uh, walls off of this. But the, but the power yes. of the moment, you know, uh, just the just the just the ideal of it, just the just the entire concept, just it just filled the entire place. Everybody there was smiling. Everybody there was congratulating everybody else in whatever language they happened to be speaking. That, that virtually all of them were English. You have to pass an English reading and writing test to mm. become a U.S. citizen. But people, uh, you know, people, one of the things I wanted to talk about was this idea among progressives that who are we to say that U.S. citizens should be the only ones allowed to vote? Why can't other people come to this country and vote? In fact, why is there a border at all? How dare you keep other people out of this country? You, if this is a country of immigrants, you came here somehow or your family did. Who are you to say that no one else is allowed in? And, mm. and the reason I bring this up is because this just needs to be said until, until people really get reflexively able to answer this criticism. 
Nobody I've ever met on the conservative side is against immigration. Mm. They're, what they're against is illegal immigration. Mm -hmm. 250,000 people walked across the border last month. My wife and I spent five years for this day, five years, with uh, immigration attorneys and a lot of studying and a lot of, just a lot. There's a, you know, you make the application, you have to go for your first interview to get the provisional green card. You know, they, 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 they're pretty alert to the fact that a number of people just want to sneak into the country. So you've got to defend your marriage and your relationship and all this other stuff. And, make, and, and, and then this guy says, I've decided to grant your, uh, your um, application. I thought, you decided? What if you had a bad day? Mm. But, my, but my point is, I'm looking at all these people here and I realized that when they swore to uphold, it actually the actual oath says to uphold the Constitution and laws of the United States, so help me God. Every one of them there had 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 followed the law, and the guy who who ran the ceremony opened with that. He said, "All of you standing here today have been through an awful lot to be here. You know, I know it's taken a lot of hard work. It's taken money. It's taken time, and mostly it's taken perseverance. You've you've just kept at it, and you've done the right thing the right way. And I was just about to explode from pride. You know, I was just." Just so happy about it. My only, my only criticism of the country, frankly, is I would let anybody into this country who was willing to go through what my wife went through. You don't really prove that you want to be here permanently. And if you want to make the country even better, for every single immigrant we let in, we should take a Berkeley professor and ship them out. Yes. And they, and they can go to the socialist paradises that they're constantly telling other people we should be. And, and then they get a chance to see what America's really like instead of this, you know, the most racist, horrible, nasty... Uh, selfish, greedy place on the planet, miserable lowlife swine. Absolutely. Yeah, like these celebrities who, who said it, who are threatening to leave. Uh, it's like, y'all ain't gone. Can we swatch, can we sw uh, switch them out? And uh, and matter of fact, leave them with uh, all the gains that you got. You know, that way they can have equity when they came in. <laughs> and, you know, that's they can right. have all that. And you guys, but I noticed right. they're not going to do that. And, no, I noticed that. Yeah. I, 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 that's a, that in itself is kind of a statement, isn't it? It sure Everybody is. talks about leaving, but nobody does. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. That speaks volumes, man. And, and you know, the thing is, it's, it, just like you mentioned earlier about, you know, people like, you know, come if we could let everybody in and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fantastic? But, um, I didn't say that. Well, uh, yeah. Forgive but me. But the for, left for, says that. Yeah. For, thank you. Thank you. There was, uh, cause I'm talking about when they use things about like coming in where, you know, we build these walls, we're not supposed to have walls. And it cracks me up when they use, uh, when they try to use scripture to justify it. Well, you know, uh, Jesus didn't build wall. He, he, he built bridges. I'm like, Bible doesn't say that at all. Uh, but if it makes you feel any better, even in that book Leviticus that, you know, the godless really hate so much, uh, even in Leviticus, it says, welcome the foreigner, love them as your native born. If the foreigner comes in, yeah, love them as your native born. But in order for them to be loved as the native born, they still have to adopt the laws of the native born. Yes, right. that's right. You see what I'm saying? They still got to assimilate. And even Jesus himself says, uh, look, if you try to ease up into my hood, outside of my protocols, you try to climb over the gate or anything like that, except through coming through me, I'm going to call you a criminal and I'm going to have issues with you. Right. So where is it in the Bible that says that it's OK to just come into somebody's territory and just go ahead and set up shop however you want to unannounced, undocumented? Even the Lord says, look, um, if you're going to be in my kingdom, you got to be documented, baby. <laughs> you got to be written in my book. If you try to come in here any other way, well, my here come my angels as ICE agents like you've never seen before. 
<laughs> yeah, I noticed that there is a gate to heaven, isn't there? It's not it's not just an open pasture where anybody can walk in because if they could, it wouldn't be heaven anymore. Right. It wouldn't be a reward anymore, right? Yeah. The idea the entire idea of heaven is that no one is denied heaven, mm. but you have to you have to do what's necessary to get into heaven. Yes. And 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 that's that's what I see here. And and you know for for people who say, oh, well, that's just you know, it's just you. We just want to keep this country white and Protestant and all this. Like, Look, <laughs> one of the things that you say in this oath is, I abjure any uh, any um, fealty to any foreign prince, potentate. The language is very <laughs> archaic. Um, and I thought, you know, my wife is 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 very proud of of being Russian and proud of Russia, and that's what I love about her. And and I don't have a Russian wife anymore. Now I have an American wife who's from Russia. But the entire reason why America works so well is is the flip side of that coin is that all of you are now absolutely brand new Americans as American as anybody else. The kind of the unseen side of that is, and and bring your stuff with you, hmm. you know, bring it with you. We're not saying, we're not saying you have to cut yourself off from your heritage. We're right. not saying, well, if you're, if you come from Mexico, no more Mexican food for you. Or No, 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 bring it. Hmm. The, the melting pot hmm. makes the country richer and richer and stronger culturally. Yes. And, and I mean this in the most sincere way. It's impossible to imagine America without, without black influence on, on, on any number of things, just as one example, right? And, so, and Italian influence and, the, and, the, and all the big waves, you know, the, the, the Irish waves, all of them. So yes, bring it. And by bringing it, you will change it somewhat because what you're bringing is going into a large pre-existing pot, which is the traditions of the country. These are the, these are the, this pot that you're about to bring your foreign spices into and which we're inviting you to do is not going to change flavor overnight because it is so seasoned already right mm. you you by all means bring your russian heritage your russian food or your or, or your mexican food or whatever bring it and put it in the pot but you don't get to say well now that i'm an american i'm going to put my mexican american identity over here and it's just going to sit over here and that's all i'm going to connect to and 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 chinese americans are just going to just connect to chinese uh, american as it, it, it doesn't work that way Indeed, man. And it's like, you know, because we're supposed to be, just like you said, we're supposed to be a, a melting pot, man. It's mm -hmm. a, a soup, if you will, if you want to call it that. But we're not supposed to be a fruit salad. And that's, no, that's what you have all these ingredients kind of like, you know, uh, you know, uh, staying to themselves. And it's in terms of like, uh, even whatever your culture is, whatever your philosophies are, that's fine. If it's a person's culture, though, that that makes it OK to intrude on other people's rights. Well, that's something else. And you this can't, is not yeah, the place. For this you. is not the place for that. Exactly. Um, so all those all those things that that in, enrich us or enlighten us and edify these different flavors to try and all this sort of stuff. That's yeah, of course, we welcome that. And as I've long said, you know, this America, man, we're, we're not better than anybody else. We are everybody else. Right. That's, that's right. You know, we're, we're the melting pot. And. You know, and that comes down to, you know, this law, it's just like, you know, when they come in, they got to understand something about, you know, the law. And that's the thing that and that's so expressed in the word itself, that that fundamental that this country was uh, founded on that we recognize about each other, because heaven is a place where it's not just knowing what the law is. It's who the law is. That's the criteria. That's the criteria to get into heaven. It's not about following religions or doing these things or whatever these merits deeds, that you have yeah, to. It's, right. it's not about that because anybody can do good deeds. 
but it's a point of, do you recognize who the law is? I'm the law. Now, if you don't want to have anything to do with me, I can understand that. That's your prerogative. I'm not going to make- another, There's another yeah. piece of real estate with your name on it. Thank you. Yes, I'm not going to make you live here. This, and that's because you've passed a judgment against me, not necessarily because I passed a judgment against you. So I'm not going to make you live here. But if you don't want to know who the law is, why you want to come here? You know, so it's the same thing. It's the same principle that's founded on what America is. You got to know the law, right? Have and an that's, idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you need a border. Yes. Right? Uh, because a, a border is a membrane. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when it's functioning the way it should function, which is pretty much nothing like the way it is now, is that, is that membrane doesn't, it, it's not like the membrane doesn't allow things to pass through. It only allows certain things to pass through. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you have secure borders on your country and you have a policy of immigration, then what that means is the people who really want to be here, yeah. the people who are ready to work to be here, the people who are going to obey the law from the moment they get here. You know, if you come into this country illegally, you start out as an American by being a criminal, by breaking the law. Right. You're, and if you're running from lawlessness or economic lack of rules and, and standards, and, and the first thing you do to come here is to is to break the laws of the place you're trying to get into. What I'm saying is this. I, I firmly believe in my heart that anybody, as Ronald Reagan said, uh, which makes it true, uh, there, <laughs> there are untold millions of Americans that happen to be born overseas, right, for whatever reason. And he talked about America as a guiding light for all of those millions who are hurtling through, through the darkness towards home. Wow. Those people who, who really want to be here, who know what this country's about, will get here and can get here. Mm-hmm. And it's a slap in the face of people like my wife and everybody else who, who went to enormous trouble, passed a test, by the way, got 100 out of 100. You only ask, they only ask you 10 questions and you only need to get six right. So if you get the first six right, because you did, that's it. But she could have gotten all 100 of them. Mm-hmm. You're... Sh- in other, in other words, in order to get through that membrane, if you had a secure border, you would have to show that you know at least as much as the, the, the locals. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt whatsoever that anybody who passes that citizenship test knows more about how America works than 70% of the American population. And all of this to say that, that that's what that border is there for. Mm-hmm. The, the left thinks the border is there to keep people out. It's not. The border is there to keep the wrong kind of people out. And by the wrong kind of people, I don't mean anything about their skin color, their religion, anything. I mean, do they do they understand what this place is and are they worthy of coming here? And I use that term carefully mm-hmm. because the worthiness of coming here is a love of the place and a willingness to work hard and a willingness to play by the rules. That what That's what makes you worthy. It is very much like getting through St. Peter's Gate in that way, right? Are you, it really comes down to that. Are you pure of heart, right? Mm-hmm. Not, we're not cared about how, how smart you are or, or how good looking you are, what color, you are. none of that matters. Are you pure of heart? Is that is that is that the criteria? And if it is, then you will be able to come in here legally. It's not gonna be easy. But nothing that's worth having is easy. Indeed, man. I mean, even when you have like on a, a, a domestic level, when you got people talking about, um, 
we're going to fundamentally transform America, which doesn't really make any sense when you have these people out there also campaigning, saying we love America. Oh, dude, we, we love America. We love America. We, we're patriotic. No, that's, that's the lie they tell so they can yeah. get into power to screw well, things up. Well, what I mean, like whatever, uh, whatever they try to define as love, it's like whatever you think is love. I'm not sure that's what that. You, you keep using that word. I'm not sure you know what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, uh, what is that uh, from uh, the Princess Bride? You keep using that that's word, right. right? But you know, it's they're but they go along with that. It's like, well, if you love it. Why are you fundamentally trying to change it? It doesn't exactly. make any sense. You exactly. Know? And, and exactly. The, right. So now if it's when people want to come here, it's like, okay, this this country that you love, you know, help us keep what it is that you loved about it. And that the the the, the liberty, the freedom, uh the, the and, and and the guardianship of liberty. And, and let's not pervert those things. I mean, and unfortunately, you know, it's just like Lincoln said, look, man, if this country is going to be de- destroyed, it's going to be destroyed from the inside. And, and we, unfortunately, we see a lot of people out there who just don't have this sense of patriotism or they're in love with their own idea of patriotism, whatever they think America should be. And that's, that's their fantasy that they're in love with. Um, and they have to destroy it, of course, in order to make that happen. Uh, and that process is, is a, is a complicated, painful process that they're dragging us into. And I'm, I, I'm sorry for people who are coming in in this day and age, becoming Americans. And this is what, you know, a lot of Americans are, are doing with it. That's how I felt too mm. before this morning. Yeah. Now I feel like, nah, they can't. There's nothing. There's nothing these puny little <laughs> miserable people can do to touch something this magnificent. But your, I guess just to close your point about, about changing something you claim to love is, is, is spot on accurate. It's a mm. logical fallacy. I love my country. Therefore, I want to fundamentally change it. Yeah. it. It just doesn't make any sense. Mm. And and when you confront a leftist with this, one of the things I've done occasionally is when you hear somebody spouting all this anti-Americanism, you know, you say, why do you hate this country? I don't hate this country. I just love this country. Look, if you ask me about my wife, right? And I said, yeah, she's a, she's a kind of a philanderer and she lies a lot and, you know, and she's lazy and she doesn't, you know, she, she does a lot of drugs and, and, and slaps people and, and kicks animals. And, you know, you know, if, if I said that and, and you said to me, how come you hate your, your wife? And I said, how dare you question my love for my wife? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, you, you can't, you cannot talk about something that you love strictly in negative terms. You can absolutely criticize it and you're kind of required to. That's what tough love is. I'm not talking about that. But this relentless hatred, this idea that this is the worst country in the world for whatever reason, which is widespread among young Americans now, widespread, is is inculcated in them. And it's and the only reason they believe it is because they've never been anywhere else and they've never read about anywhere else either. Mm. Indeed, man. And, and the, the justifications that they'll, they'll use, like you mentioned earlier, uh, about, uh, other people being immigrants and whatnot. And there's, there's, there's a, there's a protocol to this immigration. And, uh, there's, there's borders that we're supposed to maintain. You know, we've, we've mentioned a long time ago. It's like, you know, when people try to say that, you know, we took the land from the Indians and stuff like that. Well, maybe they should have had borders. <laughs> they, maybe they should have had a border patrol. And it ain't like they weren't. And they border. were constantly at war with each they other con- all the time exactly. anyway. So, you know, you know yeah. All right. It's, it's nothing different, right? They weren't a bunch of, uh, by the way, I just, cause, just cause it came up. Mm. I, I think if I was an, uh, 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 an Indian, American Indian, I would be, Really disgusted with this left-wing idea that my ancestors were a bunch of, you know, grass-eating hippies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, these were warriors. Warriors. And, yes. And and they were and they were 
they were deadly warriors and and they still are and this idea that the indians were like you know some kind of idyllic sort of you know commune or something yeah. you know oh we're going to just sit and look at the buffalo as the sun goes down yeah yeah really every day yep yeah yeah not true not okay. true not, and, no but but the things that they try to correlate to unfair immigration and, and things like that and and how they especially you know where they use the black plight uh you know it, when you have um, blacks that were brought over, sold by their own, right? Mm -hmm. And they made a new market and, and shipped all over the place, not just America, right? But no, no, no place else seems to be guilty about this, but this, this kind of immigration that happened and when brought over by force and against their will, as opposed to people who are trying to immigrate willfully, but outside of our laws, but they try to make them the equivalent. And it's like, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. And they'll use things like that to justify. And that's, you know, be, be, you know, warning people, be careful of how they will. You know, you got Democrats who love to lean on stuff like this and all yep. these things about uh, immigration that people are so upset with is what Democrats themselves have done. But they lean on stuff like this to justify it. And when you have they, they want to make this comparison, like, well, they're going to subject uh, uh, the Hispanics to Jim Crow laws. You know, and, and not allow them to do this and allow them to do that. It's like, man, that's not even close to the same thing. It's, it's not the same boat. It's not even the same ocean. And it's just it cracks me up on, on the uh, the so-called moral equivalence that they try to use using the black plight to justify, you know, their ideas of how immigration should be done. Yeah. And and obviously there's one of the things that you just hear constantly to stir up that continual rage and anger and division is, well, you know, you can talk about America being a nation of immigrants, but my ancestors were brought here against their will. And that is 100 percent true. Absolutely true. That's true seven or eight generations ago. But you're mm. born here yeah. and you have the freedom to go if you want, mm -hmm. you know. You have the freedom to go. As a matter of fact, even if you're a poor American, you've got more affluence than most people do in the rest of the world. So if you want to go back to the to the land, and I'm not talking about just about Africa. If you want to go back to this land that, you're, that your ancestors were taken from or that you don't think you should have come here or whatever, you can leave at any time mm -hmm. and you don't. And that's <laughs> telling me something. Absolutely. Anyway. That'll do it for this edition of um, The Virtue Signal Made Possible by the members at BillWhittle.com. Thank you all for the good wishes that we've gotten throughout the past, always about everything. I have no doubt whatsoever that the comments on this one will be uh, filled with the same kind of you know love and, 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 and friendship and, and overall general decency, civility, and happiness that makes this place what it is and, and makes uh, Zoe and I so proud to be a, a part of it and a, and, and a part of, uh, of, of the same team as you guys are on. <laughs> so we'll see you next time right here on The Virtue Signal.